0: Hi out there, I'm Pat Pauley, and I'd like to welcome you to to my show, Artbeat Northwest. Each week we interview people from the visual arts or the performing arts, and this week we're talking about Georgetown Art Attack, happening the second Saturday of every month. Now, here to talk with us are Donna Holloway, who has Studio E, a fine arts gallery in Georgetown, and also East Bay Sculpture and Lighting. And she is Georgetown Arts and Design District Coordinator. Uh, Welcome to the show, Donna. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. Great. And also, Larry Reed is here and he is curator at Fantagraphics Bookstore and Gallery and president of Georgetown Merchants Association for eight full years. You must be doing a great job there, Larry. Welcome to the show.
1: Thank you, Pat. It's nice to be here.
0: Great. We're so happy you all could come in. But before we get started, let's talk about a couple other happenings coming up soon in our area. Now... The Sustained Music Project uh, presents an innovative concert at Resonance at Soma Towers, and that's in Bellevue coming up May 2nd at 7.30, and it's called Colors in Concert and features a wonderful woodwind quintet and with flute, oboe, clarinet, bassoon, and French horn. And I heard these uh, same group uh, a couple of months ago, and, you know, they recruit people from Seattle Symphony or Seattle Opera Symphony, just superb musicians. But here's the really interesting thing about this concert. Uh, It'll feature Kimberly Adams, who's a talented local artist who paints with her fingers. So she's going to be painting all of these artworks with her fingers while they do the concert. And, you know, this is a bargain, too. It's only $20, and parking is either under the uh, Soma Towers building in Bellevue there. So come on over. I'll be there. should be really fun. And also, Seattle Metals Guild, which is a very active group in our area, has their biennial exhibit April 17th at the Washington State Convention Center. Now, this runs until July 7th of this year, and it is one of the only times it offers the public a chance to view really the breadth and talent of metal artisans living in the Pacific Northwest. Now, in addition to this biennial exhibit, uh, the metal work of Washington State High School students who have won awards at the annual Passing the Torch competition, which is sponsored by the Seattle Metals Guild, uh, that will be on display too. So that's April 17th at the Washington State Convention Center, and it will be on for a couple of months there. We'll be back shortly talking about Georgetown Art Attack on our Big Northwest. Support for Art Beat Northwest with Pat Polly comes from Pratt Fine Arts Center, offering year round classes for youth, teens, and adults. Located in the central area, Pratt is the only facility in the Northwest where absolute beginners and established professional artists. Work side-by-side, creating art in glass, metal, stone, and wood sculpture, jewelry and metalsmithing, painting, drawing, printmaking, and mixed media. Learn
2: more and register for classes at pratt.org. Alternative Talk,
1: 1150 on AM, 98.9 HD3 on HD, 1150kknw.com on the web.
0: Welcome back to Artbeat Northwest. We're here talking with... Donna Holloway and Larry Reed about Georgetown Art Attack, held every second Saturday of every month. And of course, what is Georgetown Heart Attack? I want to say heart attack is Art Attack.
1: (laughs) Well, this is a a, a promotion we, uh, the Georgetown Merchants Associated, started in, in. february 2008 and we wanted to draw attention to all the creative activities um uh visual art and performing artists as well as uh uh creative retail enterprises in the georgetown area um it started in february 2008 and it's going strong when it started there weren't a lot of necessarily a lot of art galleries but uh and in fact i think we characterized it as much of a a a, a drunk stagger as an art walk but uh, we convinced all of the a lot of the local uh, nightlife establishments to program uh, visual performing arts and um, and what's unique about it is there's a lot of artist studios that are housed in these wonderful uh, um, historic buildings that aren't typically open to the general public that open just one day one day a month for the art attack on the second Saturday from six to nine so you get to see artists Working in their, you know, in their own environments and uh, it's more of an intimate experience than you might find in a, a gallery or a museum.
0: So you have the artist studios plus all of the galleries open. It,
1: it, since we started the uh, Art Attack, it's attracted more, um, more galleries. We've, uh, we persevered over uh, some lean years and it was a lot of artists are attracted to the area because it's relatively affordable. Georgetown was largely abandoned as uh, industrial production uh, moved offshore over the course of the last half of the last century. So it created an opportunity for artists that were displaced from other parts of the area, um, uh, Seattle, f- because of the affordable space and the uh, sort of blue-collar ambience of Georgetown. It's, uh, you know, Georgetown enjoys a uh, as being one of the uh, the birthplace basically of uh, commercial aviation with uh, Boeing located there Boeing field and uh, a lot of uh, a lot of ancillary industries that were associated with aerospace and as well as um, a lot of light manufacturing and and uh, other creative uh, enterprises so it was it was a perfect mix it was We can be as boisterous as we want to be in we we don't really bother people and um sounds good it's a great environment
0: so donna what do you have in store you're on the committee for um art attack (laughs) uh so what do you have in store for the public uh this next time i know you just had one last weekend yep yep how did that
2: go Last weekend was pretty great turnout. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I didn't get over to Larry's. We don't get to go to each other's Mm -hmm. places because we're busy at our own. It was packed. But, yeah, we had a really good um, art attack. And so there's – right now I have a show up with um, Damien Hortegolvin, who's an artist who flew in from Boston, and uh, (coughs) a local artist, Don Cerny. So the two of them sort of collaborated together and brought each of their own pieces in, and we – um, collaborated with Dawn's Gallery, which is um, a, a gallery called Season Gallery, which is actually in another part of Seattle. Um, but we collaborated two artists, two galleries. Um, oh, nice! So, and then the so <coughs> the shuttle that um, goes from sort of I'm on the north side of Georgetown, and then we have Equinox Studios, which is a pretty phenomenal space. On they like to say they're in sunny west. Georgetown. West Georgetown. Sunny West Georgetown. (laughs) Um, So they had down there um, the founder of that Sam Farrazino, started um, acquiring sort of abandoned old industrial buildings not abandoned but purchased um, slowly over time and so now he has um, four huge buildings.
0: And I understand Equinox is the biggest building on the west coast for artist studios. Yeah that was on your website. Oh well, probably
2: that's probably so. <laughs> How many studios in there? So there's there are about 125 different studios, but it's not that's just fabulous. studios. What because as Larry was mentioning, there's such a history of production in in Georgetown. Um, he there's there are 125 artists, artists and artisans. So there's two performance rehearsal spaces, two painting schools, multiple fine art studios and shops doing everything from blacksmithing, metal sculpture painting ceramics woodwork leather glass photography and and much more in between so so you get to really see and and they foster this community so the woodworkers will help the painters by building their stretchers and the you know so they really sort of it's this really okay. vibrant space and what's wonderful about it is that the owner is invested in the community so he owns those buildings so we won't unlike some parts of the neighborhood it, it we won't it won't be purchased and then sort of made so expensive that the artist will not be able to stay there.
0: So is this person an artist, the one that has purchased the buildings, or uh, what is his I, interest? I mean— Well, he's, is, an,
2: he's an artist, and I would say he's kind of a, a dreamer, and I and, and I call him St. Sam. St. <laughs> Sam. So, and Sam is also the person um, who drives the shuttle, which is fantastic. So the shuttle goes—if um, you come to Georgetown on the second Saturday, you can jump on the free shuttle because it is a bigger area— So, And the shuttle will go um, from from Equinox Studios and then come up to, I'm on the north end of the neighborhood, Uh and it'll stop at Studio E, and then it'll loop back down to, so Larry and Fantagraphics are in the center of the neighborhood, and it stops in front of those three places, and then the Georgetown Merchant Society creates a map, and it has all of the little places in between that you can walk to. So you can jump on the shuttle and get to all the different places.
0: And that shuttle comes every few minutes, Every right?
2: 15 minutes, approximately.
0: Yeah, so there probably are a lot of buses that keep going around.
2: No, right? it's just one shuttle. Oh, hop on, hop off. Hop on, hop off. Yes. And so there's a few other spaces um, like that have happened. So Equinox is a fantastic sort of working um, workshops and fine arts and performance spaces. Then there's Oxbow, which is an artist-in-residence program. So that's one space dedicated... To, um, just for artists to like a non-commercial space for artists to create and present site-specific works um, so that's a sim- sort of a non-commercial model but they also have meetings and community events in that space um, there's a there's a maker in the neighborhood called the Prairie Underground and so they're a clothing manufacturer and design and they have a huge entrance space that they open up for an artist residency and shows and pop-ups.
0: So they're also in Art Attack.
2: They're also in Art Attack, and they're sort of closer to where Larry is in the (coughs) center. There's a lot sort of centered around the heart of Georgetown, which is where Fantagraphics is. Um, And then, so they're there, and there are uh, clusters of other little um, galleries, the Alice Gallery and um, a number of others. And then you go north, and there's a new... Relatively new place called Fog Studios and Gallery, and that's a, a woman has um, started a place that has rental spaces for artists as well as a gallery. But her whole premise is um, it's it's an artist collective for creatives over the age of fifty. So her whole thing is a, sup- a supportive venue that they can be surrounded by peers, and um, they do. Projects, performance, they always are open for Art Attack and have special events, but they also have, um, you know, they also, they're open during regular hours as well as having special events during the Art Attack weekend.
0: Now, how many galleries do you have down there? I know you have a lot of, I, I guess, counting uh, the studios and the galleries. There's a huge
1: number of places to go to, right? We have roughly 30 participants every year. They're not all... They're not all galleries or studios. Um, There's places like the Georgetown Music Store that, uh, for the art attack, they feature uh, um, local musicians that are performing. And again, it's free. A number of the uh, cafes and uh, uh, nightlife establishments have uh, visual and performing arts for uh, that night. And many of these, um, most of these exhibitions remain on view for for a month, and then uh, typically they rotate out as as a new art attack company. so
0: you have every month with a new art attack you have new shows correct that, uh,
1: typically we on. do i mean some shows will run longer than others but uh and 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 not every establishment uh, participates every month but typically we have between 25 and 30 um events associated with the art attack last saturday was uh, the, the the last art attack uh, coincided with record store day, and Georgetown Records actually uh, uh, invited uh, musicians to come in and actually they had a portable lathe cutter and cut vinyl records for anybody anybody wow. who came in. You could make wow. your you could make your own record on. Set. Oh, Eric so, had like that. Yeah, and he was, has his own band. Yeah. Well, you
0: should, you should have been there, Eric. <laughs> it, it was
1: uh, yeah. Uh, uh, limited editions uh, an edition of one so i expect to see these up on ebay for big prices but <laughs> oh yeah limited edition wow there's typically uh, uh uh events like that that are sort of unique to georgetown um another donna donna mentioned that uh the eclectic nature of the arts down there and i i, I think uh georgetown attracted a lot of uh the applied arts like Blacksmithing. We have glass blowers. We have a lot of uh, uh, artistic production there that I that is in keeping with the blue collar sort of industrial um, nature of this arts corridor, as well as fine art, and music. A lot of pearl jams, rehearsal spaces in the neighborhood, and um, there's a number of uh, very highly regarded musicians that live and work in Georgetown. So, um, not just an at art attack, but uh, throughout the month, um, right. you can expose yourself to uh, some pretty impressive and uh, widely diverse work.
0: So have you seen this area evolve over the last few years? I know you said you've been here since uh, 1998. Yeah. And
2: what have you seen happening uh, in the Georgetown area uh well, like Larry mentioned when we um, when I moved to the neighborhood, it was definitely because I could live in a big warehouse that was relatively inexpensive. There was a gentleman um, who bought a number of buildings as he was able to named John Bennett and really preserved wanted he John really wanted to preserve the the um the structures and the character. You've had a
0: lot of people that are really wanted to
2: Yes. work with Georgetown, well, haven't you? Well, I would say in my experience John was one of the earliest. He was my first landlord. And if he hadn't have bought those buildings and really encouraged artists or people to do whatever in those spaces, they might not still be available today. But um yeah. John
1: Bennett is is my current landlord and right. he's, oh. he's a saint. Yeah. He, he really so is. So you have I've, two saints down there. Well, yeah. <laughs> you know, I opened my first gallery in <laughs> 1978. I've had a lot of wonderful uh uh, uh landlords, but uh, John is is really kind of special. He's uh he's an antique collector and he used to collect antique jukeboxes, boxes and uh he sort of uh, moved up to collecting antique buildings. He's, a, he's an award-winning, oh. uh, highly recognized historic preservationist. And we're blessed to have uh, what one of our major stakeholders interested in preserving the, yep. the sort of character and history. And, oh, and not
2: only John, but his daughter, Aurora, <coughs> has been raised under that, and now she's helping as well. So we have we have multi-generations preserving yeah, that. She also oh. serves oh. on and the so board. so she of sort community. of has the same idea Absolutely as her father. Oh, yeah.
0: isn't that wonderful? Mm-hmm. But listen, it's already time for a okay. break. We've been here talking about Georgetown art attack and about Georgetown and a little bit about history. We'll be right back with more on Artbeat Northwest.
1: From new exhibitions to community events, Bellevue Arts Museum is always new, always different, and always exciting. Featuring a school of over 400 glass fish from makers around the world. SCHOOL, the Joseph Rossano Salmon Project, highlights the plight of global salmon and steelhead populations, and recognizes current conservation efforts. See it at BAM from April 12th through August 11th and save the date for the 2019 Artful Event Auction Gala on Saturday, June 29th. Artful Evening is BAM's most fun, festive, and important fundraising event of the year. Supporting world-class exhibitions and essential community programming. Get tickets and learn more at bellevuearts.org. Alternative Talk 1150, the talk of the sound.
0: Welcome back to Artbeat Northwest. We're here talking. With Donna Holloway and Larry Reed about Georgetown Art Attack, and now this coming Art Attack is kind of more of a standard one, but then you have another really special one coming up
1: in June. June June is the Georgetown Carnival. It's our fourteenth annual the, uh, art arts festival. Um, oh, okay. It's uh, and it, it, I, I sort of describe it as the art attack on steroids. We close the streets down. It's a free festival. We feature uh, music, visual art, um, performing art, and uh, a lot of activities for the whole family. We tend to orchestrate it for, from noon to four. It's a little more family friendly and focused on. Uh, on kids and uh, interactive uh, activities for the family. And as the evening wears on, it gets a little more boisterous. And
2: the, t- and the tools races, right?
1: The, the power tool races are fun for everybody. Uh, we race power tool, power tool drag races where uh, we invite the public, uh, you know, artists and just about anyone to uh, fashion some sort of a, uh, motorized vehicle using power tools and oh, they race side by oh, side. Oh, that's creative and... art. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very, <laughs> you know, we have, uh, kids of all ages. Uh, um, I, I've, I've built one every year, but, you know, we have great trophies and prizes. That's, uh, that's wildly popular. Um, and, and that's sort of, it's not really a music festival though. we have a lot of, uh, um, uh, highly regarded, uh, bands perform, but, uh, there's an equal emphasis on, on arts and and other activities that uh, are n- not just music.
0: And this is the only time you actually close off Airport
1: Way, well, right? It's, it, we close it off for, you know, two or three times a year. For oh, you attack. do? And, oh, yeah, we okay. have a hot, But you celebrate, celebrate everything, yeah, right? Have, yeah. It's the only <laughs> art attack where we close the street off. But we have a hot rod show coming up here in May. And, uh, um, you know, bike. we have a lot of parties um,
0: and I it's, know that on the next one, the carnival. I was talking to the recycled arts people. Right, they're partnering and, with us. Yeah, and I think that's going to be a really interesting show. Yeah, today.
1: that that'll be the first time that we'll be uh, partnering. They were looking for a space, and um, Georgetown is big enough that we can accommodate that. Uh, we could accommodate them, and we're uh, we're happy to be working with them. And um, the Equinox artists always do just this fabulous. Uh, Uh, interactive uh, arts activities. Um, So we try to incorporate as many partners and stakeholders in the neighborhood as we can.
2: It might be important to note that this is the one the one art attack where the shuttle doesn't run because the streets are closed. So Equinox brings their activity to the main drag. Oh I see. So this one's more focused along the strip. Oh I see.
0: Well, that's got to be kind of fun, too. And, and it actually. also
2: has outside Everybody entities. gets together. Right? And, yeah. and, and more, and sort of more, we sort of broaden the scope so it's not just Georgetown. Uh, Tim, like Tim Fowler right. is going to be this month, and he's an, a folk artist from Seattle that has something sort of like a bookmobile, but it's a 1940s Mack truck that ah. is covered with art inside and out. And so he'll he'll drive that he it still runs and he'll drive that down to Georgetown and it'll be alongside the booths and other activities. That and are that's going this up. week. Too. No, that's, oh, that's the June one.
1: June oh. June eighth. Uh, oh, okay. Saturday, June eighth. Oh, and,
2: cross uh, your fingers it
0: doesn't rain though. Yeah, well, we'll be you there know, anyway. We, we, it's, it's <laughs> Seattle's
1: pretty hardy. We've have uh, <laughs> we, been blessed with pretty good weather, but we persevered through some inclement weather.
0: Especially but, in Georgetown, you're right, pretty hardy, yeah. right? Yeah.
1: Um. Yeah. You, know, you know, and then sometimes it just. We'll have a rain shower to drive people into the bars, and they can enjoy <laughs> themselves there too.
0: <laughs> and there's even art in the bars. There exactly. is. There <laughs> is. So now, where do you see this art attack and Georgetown going in the future?
1: Well, it's it, it's curious. We're kind of at a tipping point here in Georgetown. I mean, and I've seen oh, this happen. tipping point. Throughout uh, my career, I, I opened my first gallery in Pioneer Square, and it moved to Belltown, and near the Pike Place Market. And, you know, this is a pattern that you'll see in just about every uh, metropolitan area where artists sort of repopulate a place and make it uh, vibrant and attractive. And then, uh, unfortunately, a lot of times that leads to uh, gentrification and rising rents. It it always does, doesn't it? It's terrible. You know, we think in Georgetown because of uh, favorable zoning laws and, you know, uh, major stakeholders and landlords like John Bennett, um, we're we're pretty secure down there. It's one of that
0: and the, his family, yeah, is and, carrying
1: and on. as well as his family, his his young daughter uh, Aurora uh, shares his uh, sensibilities and
2: and Sam from from, yeah, Equinox, Sam from Equinox is Equinox training his daughter, who's only probably twelve, to right. to, to carry oh. the torch. But also the Oxbow is right. owned. The people that ha- run Oxbow, the Lockwoods, they own their building. So those are the few pieces that we've been able to hold on to.
1: Well, and and there's, Mm -hmm. I'd say it's more than that, but there there is you know economic pressure. So you're going to have at least
0: a longer span of time before you know it turns into Fremont, which is totally gentrified. Well, we're not Machiavellian enough to think we can completely you know (laughs) stop
1: uh, uh, development, but we're trying to. We're trying to steer it in a direction that's friendly to arts and culture.
0: Yeah, and in the meantime, you're having it. Sounds like you're having a really good
1: time yeah.
0: and really promoting the arts and artists.
1: Yeah, it's it's, it's wonderful, and I think uh, uh, the mix is uh, the mix is really attractive for just about any taste in art.
0: So, why don't you tell people why they need to come to Art Attack?
1: To have a good time, to enjoy art in, uh, in an atmosphere that lends itself to uh, socializing and, and uh, uh, sharing with other people and um, just having a, having a great time.
2: Yeah, Art Attack uh-huh. is a great place where the arts are not um, very um, accessible to everyone. I think that's what's different about Georgetown. Exactly. Everyone's welcome regardless of your sort of pocketbook or taste. We've got something for you. And if you just want to sit there and have a beer and look at art, that's possible, too. Yep. Wonderful place to be.
0: Got to go there. And I want to thank you very much for coming in. Uh, Donna, thank Thank you you so so much. much. And Larry, thank you so much. You're welcome. And for sharing all the information, of course, about Georgetown and Georgetown Art Attack. Now, how do we get to your website to find out more?
1: www.georgetownartattack.com. And if you want to find out about the Merchants Association, georgetownmerchants.org.
0: Okay. So we're all going to see you down in Georgetown. Very good. And that's where things are happening, right? Only a minute
1: south of downtown Seattle. And
2: free parking.
0: (laughs) Only a minute south of downtown Seattle. There you go. Okay. And be sure to listen in every Tuesday at 5 p.m. for Artbeat Northwest for news and views of the local art scene. I'm your host, Pat Pauley, signing off on Alternative Talk 1150. Have a great, creative, fun week.